99% Invisible is brought to you by the Lexus GX and Sirius XM. As a 99PI listener, we know that you delight in exploring regional architecture wherever you go. If you're looking for an adventure SUV that promises both luxury and capability, the new Lexus GX is just the vehicle you've been looking for. Enabled with Sirius XM, the 2024 GX comes equipped with a rich array of content you can enjoy on your next road trip. In true 99PI fashion, get in a GX today and experience how great design marries form and function. To learn more about the GX and Sirius XM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Robert Half Research indicates that 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Their specialized recruiting professionals engage with their proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, they know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. And now, 99% Invisible. I'm Roman Mars. And now the shipping forecast issued by the Met Office on behalf of the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency at 0015 on Monday the 21st of September. Four times every day, on radios all across the British Isles, a BBC announcer begins reading from a seemingly indecipherable script. Viking north at zero, southwesterly 5 to 7, occasionally gale 8, Rain or showers, moderate or good, occasionally poor. This cryptic, mesmerizing mumbo-jumbo is the shipping forecast, the UK's nautical weather report. Tyne, Dogger, Fisher. Southwest, four or five, increasing five or six, occasionally seven later, occasional rain, moderate or good. And that voice you hear reading it is Peter Jefferson. Yes, hello. I'm Peter Jefferson. Uh, I used to work for the BBC for about a lifetime and a half. And uh, one of the things I did there was to read the shipping forecast. Peter started working for the BBC back in the 60s. He was an announcer, which meant he read the news. But one day they handed him a very different sort of script. It was the shipping forecast. Although I'd heard it since I was a small boy, I never thought that one day I'd be reading it. And um, when I was faced with it, and nobody told me how how I should go about reading it, I was... uh, somewhat nervous. So he just read the script, word for word. Originally, I was reading what's there and wondering to myself, what the hell is all this about? But he got through it. And from that day forward, Peter Jefferson's job, which he would keep for 40 years until he made a fateful mistake, was to read one of the oldest, strangest, most beloved weather forecasts in the world. It's been going for, you know, 100 years now. And it's become really part of the culture here, and it's, it's a much-loved institution. People regard it as poetry. This is Charlie Connolly. Uh, my name's Charlie Connolly. I'm a writer and occasional radio presenter, and I've written a number of travel books, including Attentional Shipping, A Journey Round the Shipping Forecast. 
Charlie is pretty into the shipping forecast. I've no direct connection to the sea yet. I've got this lifelong love for the shipping forecast and I'm kind of embarrassed to be saying this, but I have my alarm set every morning to go off at 20 past five in time for that early morning shipping forecast. Okay, Charlie is really into the shipping forecast. I am quite obsessed. (laughs) The story of how Charlie's favorite radio program came to be begins in the 1850s with a man named Fitzroy. It goes back to Admiral Robert Fitzroy, who was the captain of the the Beagle, Charles Darwin's ship. After a long, tumultuous, sometimes controversial career that took him all over the world, Bob Fitzroy decided he wanted to find a solution to one of the most serious problems facing sailors in the 19th century, the weather. By the mid-19th century, the amount of shipping around the world was absolutely phenomenal. There were ships crossing the oceans all the time, and huge storms would blow up at sea, and ships would be lost, lives would be lost, cargo would be lost. Around this time, people were just beginning to understand the connection between air pressure and storms. And Fitzroy got really interested in this because of the potential applications for maritime work. Fitzroy was appointed head of the new meteorological office, and he poured all his energy into the study of air pressure. He had a barometer, and he would use it to try to figure out what the weather was about to do. And then one day in 1859, a ship called the Royal Charter was sailing from Australia to Liverpool. Many of the passengers on board were miners returning from the Australian goldfields. They were almost home when suddenly... A huge storm blew up in in the Irish Sea and chased the ship up up the coast. Robert Fitzroy was sitting in his house in London at the time. And he saw his barometer on the wall at home. He saw it suddenly drop dramatically. So he knew there was a big storm somewhere in in the vicinity of, of, of Britain and Ireland. The captain of the Royal Charter tried to ride out the storm. But eventually, the winds blew the ship onto the rocks. The Royal Charter sunk and over 450 people drowned. Poor old Fitzroy took this really badly because he he kind of felt responsible almost for this terrible disaster that he couldn't warn anyone. Fitzroy decided to devote the rest of his life to saving lives at sea by predicting the weather. Which in Victorian times was pretty controversial because they were very religious people and anything that kind of sounded a bit like prophecy was kind of here be dragons and witchcraft as far as the Victorians were concerned. So he decided to use a synonym for prophecy that didn't sound quite so witchy. He invented, as I say, invented the term weather forecast to um, distinguish it from prophecy and superstition and all that kind of thing. Fitzroy, inventor of the weather forecast, delivered his prognostications by telegraph to the various ports around the UK. Signal flags were hoisted in the harbor to warn ships heading out to sea. Eventually, his forecasts were published in the newspaper, and while they were often ridiculed by readers at the time, they were pretty accurate, and they became indispensable for sailors and fishermen. I mean, it's impossible to calculate the number of lives that were saved as a result of Fitzroy and his work. And decades after his death, Fitzroy's shipping forecast would expand its reach and become a British spoken word love poem to the sea, all thanks to a new technology. Radio. The BBC. This is Tuello, the London station of the British Broadcasting Company calling. Tuello calling. The BBC was founded in 1922, and two years later, the first shipping forecast went out on the airwaves. BBC Radio 4. Now, the shipping forecast issued by the Met Office. There have been many shipping forecast readers over the years. Viking, north of Sarah, south of Sarah. Easterly or southeasterly, becoming cyclonic, five to seven. Squally showers. 
moderate or good. In 1969, Peter Jefferson joined the club. When he first started, he didn't understand the words he was reading. He was not a sailor. In fact, he couldn't even swim. He didn't know the difference between a gale and a cyclone. He didn't know exactly where Dogger was. So uh, somebody took me to one side and said, well, it doesn't sound as though you're quite across this, so this is what it means. Peter learned that the numbers are wind speeds, the directions are wind directions, and the random adjectives like good or poor are descriptions of the visibility. And all those whimsical names are real places, regions of the ocean around Great Britain, named by the Met Office. Some are named after islands or towns along the coast. Some are named after rivers. Some are named after sandbanks. Uh, there's one called Rockall, which um, literally is a rock sticking out of the sea, inhabited by seagulls and nothing else, I think. Sailors know how to decode the shipping forecast, and over the years it has provided them with really important information. But most people in Great Britain are landlubbers. They do not need to know the weather conditions around some seagull rock hundreds of miles from the nearest coastline. Still, there's just something about the forecast that appeals to them. Many people find the, the words and the, I suppose, the tone and the pace quite mesmerizing in a way. People have described it as everything from just very soothing to a sort of uh, a prayer. And maybe you can see where this is heading. Maybe as you listen to Peter, your eyelids are getting heavy and your thoughts are getting dreamy. If this is the case, you are not alone. Peter discovered pretty early on that people all across Great Britain were tuning into the late night shipping forecast just before one o'clock in the morning for something entirely different from its intended purpose. Somebody once said to me, <laughs> uh, we, we love listening to you sending me asleep late at night. Peter was lulling them into sweet, sweet oblivion. I took this sort of backhanded compliment, really, in a way. For the record, I hear this a lot, too. You have told me that my voice puts you to sleep. It doesn't bother me. I'm sure you wake up in the morning and listen to every episode from the beginning and really appreciate the craftsmanship and the quality journalism. You know, if one sort of cuts oneself off from the actual meaning, it doesn't actually that, at that time have a, a meaning to you, then just, just a, I hope, pleasant voice uh, speaking to you uh, in, a, in a soothing way. On YouTube, someone strung dozens of shipping forecasts together into a five-hour video. And in the comments, there are all these people going on and on about how much the shipping forecast has helped cure their insomnia. I fall asleep to this almost every night. There's something oddly soothing about it. Yep, bores the pants off me to sleep as well. Yawn. There's dozens of these comments. Love this. So boring. Bedtime story. And honestly, providing a soothing bedtime story might be the forecast's primary function at this point. Plenty of people still listen out at sea. But these days, many sailors have weather radar on board and smartphones with internet access. I'm surprised, actually, that it's still there because... There are many other ways of, of now getting that information rather than listening to the radio. And yet, decade after decade, the BBC continues to broadcast the forecast every single day 
at the exact same times. Some years ago now, they changed the time the shipping forecast went out, and there were literally thousands of people marching on Broadcasting House in London. This might be a bit of an exaggeration, but the point is, the British love the shipping forecast, and you shouldn't try to take it away from them. So goodness knows what might happen. There'd really be a civil war, I think. Over his decades-long career, Peter Jefferson became one of the most recognizable readers of the shipping forecast, and his voice was a metronome for sailors and insomniacs alike. Peter had all kinds of other responsibilities at the BBC, but he could never really escape his association with the forecast, not even at his own wedding. And my then-future wife and myself were, were outside the church, and we heard these great guffaws of laughter going on inside before we went in. And we thought, what on earth is going on? The vicar was in there delivering what he called their wedding forecast, in which he described their partnership as moderate, becoming good. Which uh, caused a great deal of, of laughter, and when we heard it, we thought it was fantastic. And then one day, after learning some bad news, Peter made a mistake. Earlier that day, I'd been told I'd got prostate cancer, and quite honestly, I don't think I should have gone into work that day because my mind was not on what I was actually doing. It was on other things, as you can probably imagine. He stumbled over his words during the transition. I thought I'd close the mic, but I hadn't, and I said, And um, unfortunately, it went out. And um, I followed it shortly afterwards. Peter was fired. I got a a phone call at home from my boss saying that they would honour the the, the shifts I'd got over the next few weeks. But after that, uh, thank you and goodbye. The BBC has consistently maintained that they didn't fire Peter because of this slip-up. He had been around for a long time, and they wanted to get some fresh faces in the building. Funnily enough, I mean, I was thinking of, of stopping that a few months later anyway. The forecast must go on, though. And it does. The shipping forecast going out four times a day, I think, is is terrifically important in terms of warning people of bad weather and just reminding people that we're a maritime people, we're a maritime nation. This is Charlie Connolly again. He talks about the shipping forecast like it's a piece of literature, an ode to Great Britain's relationship with the sea. We've got national epics like the Canterbury Tales and, and Beowulf, and I, I would argue for the shipping forecast to be the modern equivalent of a, of a of British national epic. A national epic with new chapters written every day, four times a day, by a bunch of meteorologists in an office block somewhere. By these guys sitting at desks, you know, with waste paper bins next to them with browning apple cores in them and you know and, and their wives texting them saying what's somebody be home and, and they're, they're producing this amazing stuff it's it, uh, yeah, heroes every one of them as for our hero peter jefferson getting fired did not sever his connection with the shipping forecast if anything it made it stronger it gave him time to write an entire book about it and he's got a new project Well, that was just last year. I I got an email um, out of the blue. The email was from the popular meditation app, Calm. Calm produces what they call sleep stories, meant to be listened to right before bed. And they wanted Peter to read the shipping forecast for them. They just thought it would uh, make a rather soothing uh, bedtime story. Peter obliged. He read the forecast from his last day at the BBC. It was a pretty quiet day weather-wise. No major storms. They asked me to read it much more slowly than I would normally did on on, on air, but uh, apparently it, it worked and it's been uh, very successful. So successful that they hired him to read another of their bedtime stories, and this one has nothing to do with the shipping forecast. 
what they want me to do is read this very, very long and very, very turgid um, legalese uh, document, which they think will send people to sleep, and I think they're absolutely right. Here's a little taste of Peter reading from the EU's recent General Data Protection Regulation. Having regards to the Treaty of the Functioning of the European Union, and in particular, Article 16 thereof, it's pretty scintillating stuff. Having regard to the proposal from the European Commission, having regard to the opinion of the European Economic and Social Committee. He may not be saving lives at sea, but Peter believes helping people get to sleep is a very honorable profession. As somebody who, who has huge problems falling asleep himself, I hope that it does work, because I know what a horrible thing it is if you can't get to sleep. German Bight, Humber. West backing southwest, four or five, increasing six at first, occasional rain, moderate or good. Thames, Dover, White. Variable becoming southwesterly, three or four, increasing four or five later, mainly fair, moderate or good. Is that enough for you? That's great. I was just, I was going to stop you, but then I got mesmerized and I wanted you to finish. (laughs) Peter Jefferson's book is called And Now the Shipping Forecast and Charlie Conley's book is called Attention All Shipping, A Journey Around the Shipping Forecast. You can find links to both on our website. It's 99pi.org. You're still awake. If you are still awake, dear listener, stay tuned for more of the art of putting people to sleep with sound after the break. Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, plus the stuff you don't, like gas. Save on gas while you drive the kiddos to soccer practice, plus visit your in-laws, plus venture into the wilderness, plus wherever else you want to go. Plus, take some guilt-free time on the couch because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery. Perfect for ordering new remote batteries, plus more coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you, plus snacks for your movie night, plus save on actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick, plus Mean Girls, plus Jack Reacher, plus so much more. Because savings is what the whole Walmart Plus membership is all about anyways. Members save on gas, plus free delivery, plus Paramount Plus, plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions, $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. Want to make your next trip unforgettable? Book a Get Your Guide travel experience. Choose from over 100,000 travel experiences in the U.S. and around the world with Get Your Guide. I love to travel. And you can do a little bit of reading and just show up in a place and get something out of where you are. But if you really want to connect with your destination, if you really want to find those under-the-radar gems and get that local history, you need a guide. You can make memories all over the globe with Get Your Guide's locally vetted, expertly curated experiences. Discover and book your next unforgettable travel experience with GetYourGuide.com. 
Arkle believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Everyone who's listened to this show for years knows how in the bag I am for Arkle Furniture. I love it. I have a ton of it in my home. But our sound engineer, Martin Gonzalez, just redid his whole living room with Arkle. He sent me a picture, and it was almost comical how much Arkle Furniture he stuffed into his Brooklyn apartment. So I'm going to let him tell you what he thinks. I'm sitting here enjoying my brand new Arkle living room set. I replaced my junky free and Craigslisted furniture with a very nice set from the Senny collection. I got a sofa, love seat, and chair, all in matching volcanic gray. Uh, were delivered right to my door. All I did was pop open the boxes and screw some legs on. I am so much more excited to have people over now that I'm not embarrassed of my furniture. I did, in fact, use this offer code that Rowan is about to tell you. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash 99, and the discount will automatically be applied at checkout. That's article.com slash 99 for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Are you running low on home essentials? How about that empty fridge? Do you need more pet food? Let DoorDash take care of your shopping from your favorite stores picked by shoppers who choose like you do. DoorDash makes shopping a breeze. Choose from a wide range of items from your favorite local stores, from fresh produce to pantry staples to gifts to pet essentials, all in one place. The DoorDash app allows you to customize, substitute, schedule, and track your order, as well as communicate with your shopper while receiving real-time updates. Let shoppers save the day. They prioritize quality and pick grocery items for freshness, just like you would. Millions of people trust DoorDash for groceries, pet supplies, gifts, well-being, and more. Shop with DoorDash and enjoy big savings. Use code INVISIBLE to get 50% off up to a $10 value on $15 minimum subtotal on your next convenience, grocery, or retail order. For eligible users only, terms apply. Okay, so the shipping forecast became a bedtime ritual for a lot of people accidentally. And the same can be said of our show. Although this week's episode might be a bit of an exception, most of the time we're not trying to put you to sleep. But I'm here with Drew Ackerman, who is the creator of a podcast called Sleep With Me. And the whole goal of his show is to help people doze off. Yeah, so Sleep With Me is a bedtime story podcast for grown-ups, And the whole idea is to take the listener's mind off of what's keeping them awake, uh, to just engage them enough uh, so they can pay attention to the story or to what I'm saying but where they don't feel the pressure to keep listening. And there's also the risk of like this compelling thing coming up. On my show, I steer right around the compelling parts (laughs) and I go into the inane details uh, is my kind of specialty. But uh, it's it's just like a bedside companion uh, that's meant to be there. And my grip on the listener ideally is just loose enough that they feel like they could just let go of my hand and drift away when they want to. Yeah. I think that if you were to look up what uh, relaxation videos on YouTube, there's a harp music or whooshing sounds or people whispering or something. But this appeals to the sort of the intellectual uh, monkey mind that is chirping away at you at your day. And you create something enough of a narrative that people can latch on to, but it's loose enough that people can also drift away from. And how did you come up with this as the way to um, to be that type of bedtime companion? 
Yeah, well, I have this controversial belief that I didn't want to bring up on the podcast, but I, I, I call that kind of part of our brain, brain bots. And I believe that my brain and maybe other people's brains are populated by these little droids. And all of these droids, they serve these different purposes, like uh, worrying, thinking about the past. And none of them have sleep modes, unfortunately. <laughs> and, uh, and I found uh, that, that by just kind of saying, hey, come on over here. Let me, let me tell you a story. I hear, see you're worrying about high school. And uh, when you spilled that lemonade down your shirt, yeah, I'm going to talk about uh, uh, suspenders for a little while and rainbow <laughs> suspenders in particular. And the idea is that even one party is going to be like, wait a second, I could picture rainbow suspenders. I've, had, I've never had them, but uh, and ideally it's like something that's just visual enough and just interesting enough that you'll think about it for a few minutes and, and interrupt your train of thought. But then you'll be like, okay, he's, it's been 14 minutes. He's still talking about <laughs> rainbow suspenders. And uh, like uh, he, he is trying to make, I could see him trying to make a metaphor about it. And, and you know, what, what's somewhere under the rainbow suspender or something. And what we do, here's a question that just came up while I was recording this interview. Are there any leprechauns that have rainbow suspenders? Because they should. Uh, but uh, I really want to delight people or make them feel some kind of delight versus bedtime that can feel so serious and ominous. And, and even if I don't hit that goal, it's like I, I joke with listeners, like, I might not make you smile, but maybe I could bring your face to a neutral to a neutral level. <laughs> and, and, and then that's it. I hit my goal. Like, it's like by over trying to overshoot, I can just get to the place where the people, instead of laughing or guffawing, they say, oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty good. Drew's approach to storytelling is quite unique, but over the years, he has tried to fall asleep to lots of different types of audio. When he was growing up, there was this comedy radio show called Dr. Demento, and he liked to listen to it late at night to help him get to sleep. So when I was a kid and I had trouble sleeping, I remember I was telling this one classmate, like, I can't sleep at night. And Sunday nights are the worst because I started having anxiety about school. And I haven't been at school a few days. And he said, my, other, my older brother listens to this radio show, and it's on Sunday nights from 9 to 11. And it's a comedy radio show. They play parody songs. And I tuned into it. And I guess one of the things I wanted in, in the Dr. Demento provided, and like this can be like an overused word or sound overambitious, but like it really is this idea of compassion when you break up the word like suffering with or suffering together. Right. And I don't think Dr. Demento knew that, but it was like Dr. Demento was there with me sitting by my bedside saying, hey, this kind of stinks. You can't sleep. And uh, I really feel bad for you. Mm -hmm. And when I can't sleep, I have this story about myself running through my brain, about the past, about the future. And I want to just misdirect people and say, hey, listen to this story over here. It's a, it's a nicer story. You're not a character in it. And uh, it's, it's just here to keep you company. And, and here's the thing. You don't even need to listen to it. <laughs> you don't even need to fall asleep. Like, I'll just be here to tell you the story. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I guess that's what I wanted as a kid, too. Now that you've been doing Sleep With Me for, for a few years, what kind of feedback have you gotten from the listeners of the show? So within the first like uh, eight months of the show, occasionally at the end, I would make jokes like, and I think it was because I was new to podcasting and my, um, I was really afraid. I would make uh, self-effacing jokes like, oh, no one's probably listening to this at this point in the show. Mm -hmm. And I remember I got three emails in a row from people saying, please don't say that. Like, I am awake at the end of the show and I'm listening to the show uh, 
to be distracted, like, because I'm not going to fall asleep. And it's painful for me to be reminded of that. Wow. And it brought me right back to that memory of, like, lying there. When I listened to Dr. Demento, there was no hope of me falling asleep either. Uh, So that was one piece of feedback that was pretty powerful. And, And then it's, like, just getting feedback about what people are afraid of. And then trying to steer around that, like uh, for spiders, it'd be like web-based beings or for any other animals that are scary. It's like forest friends, like uh, like stuff like that, like try to just to tr- drive the car right around those uh, <laughs> trees so we don't crash into them. <laughs> That's so funny. That's Drew Ackerman, host and creator of the podcast Sleep With Me. Check out Sleep With Me wherever you listen to podcasts. Invisible was produced this week by Emmett Fitzgerald. Mix and tech production by Sharif Youssef. Music by Sean Rial. Katie Mingle is our senior producer. Kurt Kolstead is the digital director. The rest of the team includes senior editor Delaney Hall, Avery Truffleman, Joe Rosenberg, Vivian Lee, Taryn Mazza, and me, Roman Mars. We are a project of 91.7 KALW in San Francisco and produced on Radio Row in beautiful downtown Oakland, California. 99% Invisible is a member of Radiotopia from PRX, an independent collective of the most innovative shows in all of podcasting. Find them all at radiotopia.fm. You can find the show and join discussions about the show on Facebook. You can tweet at me at Roman Mars and the show at 99pi.org. We're on Instagram, Tumblr, and Reddit too. But if you want a bunch of other 99pi episodes for you to play as you are drifting off to sleep, go to 99pi.org And now, the shipping forecast, issued by the Met Office on behalf of 99% Invisible for Monday, the 23rd of July, 2018. The area forecasts for the next 24 hours. West Viking, southerly 4 or 5, becoming variable 3 later, slight, mainly fair, moderate or good. East Viking, north at Sira, west-south at Sira. Variable three or four, slight, fair, good. East-south at Sira, northwesterly five or six, backing westerly four later, moderate, becoming slight later, fair, good. Forties, south veering southwest, three or four, slight, fair, good. Cromarty, 4th, Tyne. Variable, mainly south or southwest, 3 or 4, increasing 5 at times. Slight, fair, then rain. Good, occasionally poor later. Dogger, south or southwest, 3 or 4. Slight, fair, good. Northeast Fisher. Northwesterly, 5 or 6, backing westerly 4 later. Moderate, becoming slight later. Fair. Good. Temescal, Piedmont. Northwest, three or four, increasing five at times. Slight. Showers later. Good. Occasionally moderate. Bushrod, Rock Ridge. Northerly or northwesterly, four or five. Occasionally six. Slight or moderate. Showers. Thundery at first. Good. Grand Lake. North or northwest, four or five, occasionally six later. Slight or moderate, fair.
good. Highland Park, Glenview. Westerly or Northwesterly, three or four. Occasionally five, except in Glenview. Slight or moderate. Fair, then rain or showers. Good, occasionally moderate. Elmhurst. Variable, three or four, becoming southwest, four or five. Slight, fair, then rain. Good, occasionally poor. Alameda, Fruitvale, Jingletown. Southwest, veering northwest, four or five. Occasionally six at first, except in Fruitvale. Slight or moderate. Rain or drizzle. Good, occasionally poor. West Oakland. West or northwest, four or five. Moderate, occasionally slight, later in west. Rain, then fair. Good. Lower bottoms. Southerly, four or five. Occasionally six at first in west. Becoming variable, three or four. Slight or moderate. Occasional rain, fog patches, moderate or good, occasionally very poor. Jack London Square. Southerly, veering northwesterly, four or five. Occasionally six at first and east, then decreasing three for a time. Moderate, becoming slight or moderate. Rain or drizzle, fog patches. Moderate or good, occasionally very poor. Chinatown. Cyclonic, mainly northerly, five or six, becoming variable, three or four, slight or moderate, fog patches at first, moderate or good, occasionally very poor at first. Beautiful, downtown, Oakland, California, variable, one or two, fog early, then fair, good, becoming hella good. Radiotopia. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. If you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. So say you are a podcaster. Squarespace has all the tools you need to create and sell your own online course in podcasting. Start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video 
lessons to teach techniques and skills and tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com invisible to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com invisible.